What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Utes fans, welcome into the very first episode of Believe in Utes, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. My name is Jake Popoff, and I could not be more excited to get this show up and running and talk about one of the greatest universities in the entire world, the University of Utah, and all things to do with Utes athletics. We're going to be talking about football, basketball, and shoot, we might even get into tennis, volleyball, you name it, we're going to be talking about it right here on Believe in Utes. Lots to unpack in the 2023 regular football season that just came to an end on Saturday at Rice-Eccles. The Utes take down the Colorado Buffaloes, which is the end to a very up-and-down football season. I think as Utes fans, we were kind of getting a little bit comfortable with magical seasons, right? Every The, the last few years, we've had some really, really incredible games, incredible moments, and of course, two back-to-back Pac-12 championship rings. Now, I think it's fair to say that as a community, we were expecting really, really high things from this last season in the Pac-12. However, the season might not have ended up the way we all had hoped at the beginning of the season. Now, I think there was still a lot to be really thankful for when it comes to this football team because, man, did they show a lot of grit, a lot of that next man up mentality that everyone in the Utah football community truly believes in. We saw guys who were listed as the fourth string at their positions going into the season who were stepping up, making plays, and leading us to another winning season. We're going to get a bowl game. Not exactly sure which bowl we're going to end up in yet. It's not going to be the Rose Bowl. But you know what? I think this was exactly what the Utah football program needed because this season showed that you don't have to have a magical season every year to still be a powerful team. We had a lot of guys go out with injury. It's unfortunate, but it's going to happen every year. But what happened after those guys got injured? Guys stepped up. I mean, this season was a true testament to that next man up mentality that Coach Witt is always preaching, the players are always preaching, and the fans are always preaching. We've seen it a ton in the past. Bryson Barnes stepping into the 2021 Rose Bowl, almost leading us to the win. Bryson Barnes led us to a lot of great wins this season. Bryson's a guy who a lot of these guys in the locker room truly do believe in. I think he was a great, great backup quarterback who ended up filling that role of the starting quarterback perfectly. He built a brand for himself. He had a nickname. People were calling him Bucky Barnes. He was the pig farmer. People knew him as the kid, the small town kid who started on this team as a walk-on and ended up taking over that role as the starting quarterback for a national power five football brand. We saw guys like Lavani Damuni stepping up when Lander Barton went down and making plays. I mean, he is as hard a hitter as we've ever seen on this team. We saw guys like Jalen Glover, Jaquindon Jackson, Dijon Stanley really start to embrace their roles towards the second half of this season, really starting to make some plays, get comfortable in the offense, run the ball how you're supposed to run the ball. So while we sit here, maybe a little bit upset that this season did not go as perfectly as we had hoped, eight and four, fifth place in the Pac-12, it's not fantastic, but with what we had to work with, that's about as good as we can hope for. Another winning season. Sure, 
the biggest games that mattered the most. Maybe we weren't able to step up and get those done. But we still had some amazing moments this year. I mean, we now have permanent bragging rights for the time being over the USC football program and over Caleb Williams, who I think this season really started to expose who he truly is and started to kind of deteriorate his national brand and image that so many people were praising and looking up to. You know, he was supposed to be the guy to come in and lead USC to the national championship this year, right? I mean, Lincoln Riley had high hopes. The whole USC fan base knew, oh, next season, you know, after last season, we we really ruined their hopes of getting into the playoffs in that Pac-12 championship game in Las Vegas, which was an insane comeback win. Again, another one of those magical moments that I had mentioned. But I think Caleb Williams this season really fell apart. And I think he will still be such a high round talent because again, he's a talented guy and he can make the throws that NFL scouts are looking for in a quarterback that they're going to take. Right. But we now have permanent bragging rights over USC, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley because the pig farmer from Milford, Utah, the walk-on Bryson Barnes was able to lead us to a game winning drive and, so, and another magical moment, right? So just because we didn't have the most magical season or the season that we maybe hoped for when we found out Cam Rising was returning last year, when we found out guys like by the names of Brent Keithy, Devon Vele, some of those guys, when we found out they were coming back, we had our sights set on the playoffs. We really thought it was a possibility to make it to the college football playoffs this year. We thought for sure we were going back to the Pac-12 Conference Championship. Didn't happen. That's Okay. We thought for sure we were going to make it to at least another Rose Bowl, if not the playoffs. Not going to happen. But that's okay because, again, I mentioned we saw some really great things and we still got to have some magical moments this season. And really that next man up mentality is going to be crucial going into next season because the last couple of seasons where we won those two Pac-12 championship rings, Cam Rising was healthy most of the year. We only had to see Bryson Barnes step into the starting role in that one Washington State game in the 2022 season. But now we have Cam Rising, who just announced that he will be returning for his sixth year of college football, which is awesome. The senior citizen is going to come back and sling the pigskin for us a little bit more. That's great. I would imagine that Brant Keithy will be returning as he wasn't able to play in any games. Again, uh, Kyle Whittingham has mentioned that the medical redshirt process is fairly straightforward if you didn't play in a single game. So I believe that we will see Brant Keithy return to the U. I think that we're going to see guys like Devon Vele. I think we're going to see guys like Makai Bernard, who was supposed to be the number one running back in that running back room this year. I think we're going to see exactly the team that we hoped to see for this 2023 season return in 2024 with a very, very awesome and exciting opportunity moving into the Big 12 Conference. Now I know it's heartbreaking. The Pac-12 was a very historic and amazing national brand of athletics across the country. Everyone knew the Pac-12 always had contenders. The Pac-12 was a, it had an amazing run, right? And of course, two teams that would combine to go 14 and 10 in the 2023 season, that's USC and UCLA, are really the ultimate reason that the Pac-12 failed and why the Pac-12 was going away. But nevertheless, the Big 12 is a very exciting opportunity for this Utah football program because... 100% we have an immediate chance at going to the Big 12 Conference Championship next year. Texas is gone. Oklahoma State is in that championship game with Texas. And I'm pretty confident that the Utah football team right now, as it stands, could go neck and neck with Oklahoma State's football team. We're going to see guys get 
new brand opportunities. We're going to have a much larger media presence. We're going to have more nationally viewed games. And we're going to have the dream lineup that we thought we were going to have for 2023 coming back to go into battle each week in 2024 against new competition, which I think is great. I think that it's going to be very positive to go against this new competition. You know, there's certain games throughout the Pac-12 that guys might get comfortable with. Oh, you know, we're going to Oregon this weekend. Eh, If we lose, so be it. We're at Oregon, right? And I'm not saying that that is what they should be thinking or that's the ideal way of thought for going into a big game like that. But being in the Pac-12 and understanding Pac-12 teams, you might not bring your A game to every game because you might have certain thoughts or expectations about a team. Whereas now going into the Big 12, we haven't played any of these teams except for Arizona and Arizona and Colorado, which is going to be exciting. We're still going to have a couple of those Pac-12 matchups, which is it's going to be kind of like a family reunion, I think. You know, I think we're going to all show up and just sort of, you know, it's kind of like if you were to get fired from a job with two other buddies and then you all get the same new job. It's, you know, it's kind of like, all right, hey, we're all still here together, kind of. So I think we're going to have some exciting matchups going forward against Colorado and Arizona. Arizona is absolutely crushing it right now. They were the underdogs of the season. Last year, they were not very good by any means. And this year, Noah Fafita came in and really turned things around. I mean, he's a stud of a quarterback as a true freshman. We're going to see that brand grow as in the Big 12. We're going to see brands like Arizona and Colorado. We're going to see them grow. And Utah, especially, is going to grow. And it's going to dominate from the day we get into the Big 12 Conference next season. And of course, we have to be excited about the recurring matchup versus BYU that will be returning next year. As a Utah fan, I am more than excited for the matchup against BYU to return. And that's going to be a yearly thing. And it's, uh, you know, that's similar to UCLA and USC in the Pac-12. That was a game that happened every year. And every year you knew you were going to go up against your biggest rival. The Utes are going to get the opportunity to continue that immense winning streak against BYU. Now, I know the streak got broken but hey, we're still 10 and 1 in the last 11 in the last 11 matchups. I'll take that. Now, getting back into the player personnel returning for the Utes, we have some guys leaving and we have some guys coming back. Now, I truly think that the guys coming back are going to more than outweigh those leaving. Cam Rising announces his return to the Utah football program next season. I personally think that's the best decision he could have made. The Utah community loves him. He is the true definition of a leader of this football team. The vibe in the locker room is that Cam is the guy. Some guys might have had less confidence going out into the field this season with Bryson Barnes, even though they love Bryson Barnes and they think that he's more than capable of making the plays that he needs to make to to win games. And they think he's more than capable of being a leader to gather the team to win games like he did all season long. Cam Rising is special and he has something to him that people gravitate to in that locker room. When they step on the field with Cam, they know we've got a shot in any situation to go win some football games and play some strong football. As I mentioned before, I truly do believe that Brant Keithy will come back. Now, again, if we thought Cam Rising was old, look at Brant, Brant Keithy. I mean, they're about the same age, but Brant's been at the Utah football program a lot, an extra season longer than Cam Rising, right? So I think with those two returning, we know immediately, okay, we've got a quarterback who can throw the rock. He can distribute it to the guys that need the ball in their hands. And we've got a guy on the receiving end, Brant Keithy, 
who is more than capable of scoring, making big time plays, being that tight end one role that we really just didn't have this season. After losing Thomas Yasmin, Landon King really did step up. And I think Landon King is going to be a, a major returning talent. I mean, he showed some amazing catchability. He had the one-hander against Colorado this past Saturday. He's had some amazing contested catches. And you've heard, if he can put on another 10 to 15 pounds, he's going to be right up there with Brant Keefe, a fully healthy Brant Keefe, as tight end one. Landon King has showed amazing potential, and I think he will capitalize on that in the Big 12. Makai Bernard, again, hasn't made an official decision, but we've heard some rumors around that he's looking to come back. Micah Pittman, we've heard we've heard rumors that he's going to come back. Those are two very invaluable assets. Makai Bernard is truthfully the backbone of this Utah football team. He is a team player through and through. Of course, we all saw that in his both-way performance in the 2021 Rose Bowl, scoring a touchdown out of the backfield, as well as guarding one of the league's best rookie wide receivers in Jackson Smith and Jigba. A very difficult task that not a lot of people would be man enough to step up to, right? Playing both ways on a national stage against one of the best teams in college football historically. But he did it, right? So Makai Bernard, and, and as a running back, because we all know he plays running back now, and he's made that a very clear point. As a running back, he truly is, if he was a fully healthy player in that locker room, he's the best running back on that roster. He's great for this football team. He believes in the Utah football team. He treats his teammates like family, and he runs the ball hard. Makai Bernard has always been able to run the ball physically, quickly, make guys miss, break tackles, catch the ball out of the backfield really well. That's, that's a weapon. That's what you call a weapon in a Division I football. I mentioned Micah Pittman. Of course, we did not get to see much, if any, of Micah Pittman this season. But that's a kid who has struggled with injury and has struggled with being able to stay healthy during seasons where he's had to bounce around teams because, uh, you know, things happen, injuries happen, new opportunities arise. If Micah Pittman sticks around and fully rehabs and focuses on getting stronger, getting healthier, and being ready to play, I think that our receiving core is going to be immaculate next year, (laughs) for lack of a better term with Cam Rising dishing the ball out to as many guys as he needs to get the ball to. We know Cam Rising's fully capable of spreading the ball around, and that's what he will continue to do. we got to talk about guys like Mikey Matthews, who's only a true freshman but made some stellar plays this season. Couldn't find the paint, couldn't score, but he showed an immense upside. Tremendous potential out of Mikey Matthews. Smaller kid, but you wouldn't know it. Mikey Matthews is a physical kid. He's got a big catch radius for his height. He's got strong hands. He's quick, shifty, runs great routes. So on the offensive side of the ball, Utah is returning a great football program. Now, when I say great, I mean great compared to what we've seen in the last few seasons. In 2021, we had a great offense. 2022, we had a great offense. 2023, we had an offense that with with a fully healthy lineup would have been great, but was still very good. And I say that, and that might be controversial because throughout a lot of games, Utah fans and the Utah community might have thought that our offense was not very good. But you have to think, Bryson Barnes didn't know that he was going to be the starting quarterback until week three. 
those first two games, sorry, week four, those first three games, it was a toss-up between Bryson and Nate Johnson. They were trying to run the dual quarterback system, which historically has not worked well. There's a famous quote out there that says, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. And that's and that was pretty true. I mean, of course, we were able to get the job done against Florida using that two quarterback package. But that's also because no one knew what to expect out of this team. No one knew who was going to step out onto the field for the Florida game. There was folks that even thought it was going to be Cam Rising. And sure enough, Cam wasn't healthy all season. He wasn't able to go the whole year. But no one knew what to expect out of our offense against Florida. And I think that's why a lot of those trick plays and, and dual quarterback package uh, packages were able to work so well is because no one knew what was coming. So anyway, Bryson Barnes didn't even know that he was going to be the starter until week four. So imagine you're trying to go out there and lead a team to victory week in and week out, but you're not even so confident to know that you're going to be the starter. And that's how a lot of these guys on this roster were, right? You had Jaquin and Jackson and Jalen Glover really trying to find ways to make plays and get comfortable. But JJ was battling an ankle injury all year. Jalen was struggling to hit the hole, as I mentioned, was struggling to really get something going. When you put together an offense that's fully healthy going into the Big 12, you've got guys who know they're going to be the starters, and you've got guys that are hungry to be the starters, rather than, am I going to be the starter this week? Am I not going to play this week? You've got a lot of potential to score a lot of points, to throw for a ton of yards, to run for a ton of yards, I think Andy Ludwig is truly going to take a take a look in the mirror and say, how do I get a little bit more creative with the weapons that I have in this offense? I, I At least I hope he does, because ultimately Andy Ludwig needs to get more creative and more crafty with the guys we have available. I think we saw him doing that a little bit in this Colorado game with Luke Batari, again, who I mentioned wasn't even listed on the depth chart going into the season. This guy was... Probably the fifth string quarterback, give or take. And and everyone on that roster was believing in him. Everyone on the offense knew that he could get the job done because, again, it speaks to that next man up mentality. But going back to Andy Ludwig, he, I think he started to show a glimpse of getting more creative with who you have available. He knew Luke Batari was not going to go out into that game and throw for 35-plus attempts and 400 yards, right? He knew that just wasn't going to be the case. So he started opening up the run game. We saw a lot more outside zone. We saw a couple of pitches. We saw inside zone, as we're always going to see. And we saw a lot of play action. And I think play action is really going to work very well for us moving forward. Cam Rising runs the play action very well. His throw on the run is great. We've seen it in the past. But I would like to see even more trick plays. I would like to see more spread packages. I would like to see a lot more throwing next season because we're going to have that returning receiving core that will be great. And we're going to have a quarterback returning who we know is great. And we're going to have running backs returning like the guys, hopefully like guys like Makai Bernard who can, who can receive out of the backfield. We are going to see Utah football as it was a year ago and two years ago. And we're going to see it even better. Not talking about the defensive side of the ball. We don't know where Cole Bishop stands yet. That's a guy who I think could easily be drafted if he went to the NFL draft this year. But one more season as his, one more season played as well as he played this season and last season. And I get and I think he's a first round draft pick in the 2025 NFL draft. We've got guys like Lander Parton returning. Junior Tafuna 
hopefully returning. But our defense is going to be sound. Sione Vake, of course, Vake, returning. Is he going to play both ways? Probably. But with Makai Bernard, Jaquin and Jackson, Jalen Glover, if those three all come back, not sure that Sione Vake really needs to play both ways next season. I think we'll see Zamaya Vaughn return. I think we'll see Travis Broughton return. I think we're, we're, of course, going to see Nate Ritchie return. And, of course, this is if all these guys don't decide to transfer or, or graduate early. So our defense and our offense are both going to be extremely sound. And we're still going to have a lot of that depth that we saw this season returning in 2024, which is going to be crucial because now everybody on this Utah football roster knows that at any moment in the season, their name could be called. And I think that they knew that before this season. Everyone always knows that at any moment your number could be called and you can be thrown into the game and be expected to make plays. But now, especially with so many injuries this season and so many guys going down, it really opened everyone's eyes to the opportunity in front of them. Hey, just because I'm listed as the fifth string blah, blah, blah position on the roster or on the depth chart this week doesn't mean I'm not going to get into this game. So I have to prepare like I'm going to be playing in this game because we saw that throughout the the season. I think we're going to have a great O-line returning. I think we're going to be just a very, very sound football team. Now, something that I think everyone really noticed this season is a lot of our games were not very... They were anticlimactic, for lack of a better term. We saw a lot of wins, and a lot of those wins weren't pretty. There weren't very many explosive plays. They weren't very electric games. Even at Rice-Eccles, you know, you're standing there. The must kind of gets a little quiet by the third quarter, and we're winning. And I think that's truly because we were doing everything in our power to just get the job done. And now we know that our Utah brand of football is get the job done. It don't matter how you do it. You're going to have magical moments. You're going to have big plays. Get the job done. And I think our whole team really learned that, learned how to do that this season. So looking out into the 2024 season, lots to be excited about, as I mentioned. I think we're going to see a lot of big announcements coming from transfers, guys transferring out. I think we're going to see some guys transfer out, as that happens every season. That you know that might hurt a little bit, but we're going to have a lot of guys coming back, and that's and that's exciting. And I think that's especially exciting as our first year in this new conference. A lot of teams are going to be looking at us as as the newbies, right? The guys who don't really know how it works in the Big 12. The guys who were so used to the pretty Pac-12 on the West Coast. I think we're going to really shake it up on a national level next season. People will know about Utah football. People will know the name Cam Rising. I think he will be a household name by the end of next season. People will know that Utah football does not mess around. And they are here to win big games. Let's quickly recap the Colorado game. I think we saw exactly what we could expect to see. Putting our fifth string quarterback out there, we knew it wasn't going to be very high scoring. But again, we saw Jalen Glover really stepping into his role, rushed for 107 yards. It's a career high for Jalen Glover. He had a great game rushing. Quinton Jackson, not too many breakout plays, but he got first downs and he got down the field. So our running game looked strong. Luke Batari looked strong. He scored two times using his feet. And that was enough to win the game. I think we all expected to go into the Colorado game to win, right? We knew that if we weren't able to pull off the win against Colorado, that's when that season was, that's when this 2023 season was really, really going to sting a little bit. 
that's when people were really going to start scratching their heads. I'm like, oh man, you know, what's happening with this? No, I think at this point, we all know that this was a little bit of a bump in the road in the middle of a bunch of magical seasons that we've seen. And I think that we know that Colorado will be a better team in the next few years. They're going to grow. I think Dion is a great coach. I think Dion Sanders as a person, great character. He knows what he's doing. He talks to each one of his players like he's a father figure. He's giving his kids life lessons over on that team. So I don't I don't buy into the Deion Sanders hate. Every time I see someone hating on Deion Sanders, I I kind of I shrug it off because it's he's a great coach, he's a great guy in my opinion. And he's going to lead Colorado to be a powerful team, but this season they were not that, right? Colorado fans were pretty hopeful at the start of the season. They started 3 and 1. They thought that they could really pull it off and 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 win a lot more games. They were able to win one more game. So I think as as a Utah football fan base, we were sort of saying a prayer going into the Colorado game that just do what you're supposed to. Just handle the handle this team, get this get this game over with with a win, and let's finish out strong before we go into a bowl game. That's what happened, right? So now we can look back and say, yeah, sure. Oregon stomped us. Washington. Pretty good game. We were neck and neck with Washington until the fourth quarter. Arizona stomped us. That's a great team. We're going to see a great Pac-12 championship matchup with Oregon and Washington. And as Utah fans, let's take some time to sit back, take a deep breath, enjoy a bowl game, whichever bowl game we do end up in. Let's enjoy that. Let's hope to see some big plays. Let's hope to see a win to close out the final season in the Pac-12. And then let's move forward. Let's not lose faith in this team. Let's believe that this team could still be playoff contenders just as we did before this 2023 football season. The more we believe in this program going forward, the more that program is going to believe in themselves and the more magic we're going to see on the field. Lots to be hopeful for. Lot of bright lights in the horizon. And we're heading for them. We got a lot to be excited about, Utah fans. And I'm going to be covering it all right here on Believe in Utes. Not to mention Utah basketball getting into full swing. And that's a team that's looking a lot better than they have in the years past. We're going to see some exciting Utah basketball games this season. We will be talking about those as well. We've got guys like Gabe Madsen, Raleigh Wooster, Brandon Carlson, Ben Carlson, and some brand new studs on the court. And I think we've got a lot to be excited about on the basketball side of things. Because again, moving into the Big 12 The Big 12 is known as the basketball conference. So we're going to need to see Utah basketball do some really special stuff this season to mentally prepare for going into that Big 12. We're going to need some big wins, some ranked wins, and shoot, maybe the first playoff appearance, March Madness appearance for Utah basketball in in a number of seasons. We haven't made it to March Madness in quite a minute. I think we can. And again, all we have to do is believe in Utes. I'll be believing in them. I sure hope you will, Utah fans. And again, all things Utah athletics will be covered right here on Believe in Utes. Thank you again for listening to the very first episode of Believe in Utes with Jake Popoff. I will be back soon with some more exciting news, topics, and information about the Utes. And I hope to see you again. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Go Utes!